Wow, what episode are we on now? 169. Uh Welcome back to the Corridor Cast. Cast. The Corridor Cast. cast. My brain, I'm going to be honest, my brain is completely fried from Houdini. uh, We've been working on satisfying renders up in here for the past few days now. And I've been deep diving into more flip fluid stuff inside of Houdini. For those of you who don't know, that's basically, I mean, your fluid simulations, right? And I'm working on a small scale, and that means that it doesn't work very well, at least not for me. So my head is completely kaput. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, but on the topic of Houdini, the perfect timing. Urban Redesco's in the house. Woo! A fantastic Houdini artist, personal friend, a uh, friend of the channel here. And now, first time guest on the podcast. Oh, Welcome dude. aboard, buddy. Thank you. It's, it's, this is the highlight of my career. <laughs> Everything from this point forward, it's downhill. Yeah, man. yeah. All yeah. downhill from here. That's how it feels like. Yeah. I, I peaked. I mean, <laughs> maybe you could tell us a bit about yourself, like yeah. your background, what you do currently. Well, when I was a baby. Oh, I love that. Yeah, let's start right there. Actually, can we predate that too? Tell us about your family, <laughs> so your, your parents. parents yeah. yeah. The history of my whole family. No, I, dude, I don't know. I want, I always wanted to be a film director. That oh, was nice. the goal. I feel like a lot of people, they start with, oh, I want to be in films. Yeah. And then like right after high school, they were like, oh, you need to go to college for film directing. I was like, no, no, no. I'll do my own studio. Mm. That feels like a better way to learn. Oh, wow. That's brave. So I did that for like seven, eight years. Wow. And we did, you know, music videos, commercials, stuff like that. But then clients, they usually, they, they wanted more and more motion graphics mm-hmm. in there in the in the you know just like oh can you add a title at the end or at the beginning and i started learning after effects and cinema 4d and then 3ds max and i dabbled with fume effects mm-hmm. and then finally i found houdini ah which was <laughs> the biggest pain yeah. <laughs> it still is the biggest pain yeah it hurts so much and you know Oh you yeah, know. yeah. I'm yeah. I'm much earlier. I mean, how many years ago was this? Like, how how many years into Houdini are you now? Like seven or eight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. It feels like I'm at the beginning. Oh, I. I'm so like, it never how, changes. How about you, Jordan? How many years? I'm three years in now. Wow. So I'm I still feel like an Baby absolute steps. infant. Yeah. 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 I still feel diapered up, and it's crazy <laughs> to think that yeah, even after eight years, you still feel like yeah. you're at the very beginning. No, it it's never never ends it's it's one of those things like houdini as a software is by far the most impressive software i've ever Mm, used it's so rich and deep and detailed and you have i mean i almost equate it to being like an information machine more than anything else where you can have access to any piece of information you want and you can use it in whatever way you want it is if you're interested in like 
hyper-flexible control from the, the highest possible level Houdini's for you. Mm -hmm. And my brain doesn't really work like that. My, yeah. I don't have like, you know, the, the physician's brain or like the, the physicist rather, yeah. or, you know, w w the so, kind of brain that handles. But you do, you kind of have to, because you are using Houdini. So your brain is mm. a bit. Maybe I'm like just in the doorway, but yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it. It feels yeah. like I'm constantly hitting my head against the wall. It's, yeah. It's, like Houdini's a little bit like with that access to all the information and stuff. And like you can get the actual like mm -hmm. specific position of like one single vertice. It's yep. a little bit like the original like rudimentary 3D modeling programs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yes, then yes. you can just take that information and do everything with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, pretty like, much. That's what's insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, and yeah. get a beautiful visual representation rather than just being like render, wait for 10 days and then mm -hmm. you get to see a like low poly hand yes <laughs> like, yeah it's the flow of information it's yeah. like it's so beautiful to where like literally anything you can think of doing it's attainable mm -hmm. you know to, to a certain degree um obviously the more like used to it you are the better you can you can do i mean urban yeah. like your explosion stuff yeah is top notch you know well, like you. we we did me and nico did a, a video on the crew channel not yeah. too long ago diving into explosions and we actually used some of urban's work and yeah. and and spoke with urban yeah. about that because you know you're you're at the highest levels of this thing as well, far as explosions i kind of niched down mm -hmm. being the explosions guy yeah yeah that's what like i love doing explosions yeah it's it's, it's so kind of like the coolest simulation <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, if, we're, if we're talking yeah. cool this is the wrong way to learn houdini by the way <laughs> is to start doing explosions mm. yeah that's exactly what i did like yeah. how, did, how did you start with houdini was I it simulations and stuff yeah my, my yeah. first foray into houdini was actually during the pandemic yeah i had all day every day because all the work dried up and i was like well i mean if there were ever a time to take the biggest leap ever it, yeah. now's the time and i'd yeah. been procrastinating for years Ooh. to that point and so i just set aside i, I basically built like a pomodoro study pattern that would would have me studying for eight to ten hours a day Wow. And I just go until my brain literally hurt. And then I'd go take a breather, yeah. get the courage back and tackle it again. Yeah. And yeah. I did that over and over and over until eventually I had my first breakthrough. And for those of you who have done Houdini or have even studied any program, you'll know what I'm talking about where you have that click. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's, it's almost like a time trial yeah. in a game mm -hmm. and you get through the ring that adds more time to it. Yeah. Those are the clicks to me. Those keep you going. And it's like, oh, yeah. I chase those. Once you're able to like actually just be flowing in a program mm. and not, you're not just like hitting your Zone head on the keyboard. and yeah, be yeah. done when you come back. Yeah. Like yeah. I've had a couple moments like that and those are my little speed boosts. But yeah, I started, um, on a project basis. I started with uh, Stephen Nipping tutorials. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. He's amazing. He's, he's a, such a good teacher. Yeah. CG circuit, I believe is so where funny. you can find his stuff. And, and it's like, you know, a pig that is vomiting water. Yeah. Like these, these exercises that are yeah. introducing you to the fundamentals, right? Yeah. The, the flip side, the rigid body destruction yeah. side, the pyro side. And by just tackling those projects individually, I started to come to appreciate that these are all connected under the hood and mm. it's all just information. Mm -hmm. And it completely changed the way that I saw and worked with visual effects. Um, and again, even though I'm only three years in, I still feel like fundamentally it changed me as an artist. Yeah. Um, and so eight years in, I imagine, I mean, did you start the same way or you started with, with pyro specifically? Immediately pyro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went into pyro. It was, and I was like, I know Houdini. Yeah. And I didn't know anything. Yeah. I only knew how to, the thing is even with explosions, you need to set up your emitters mm -hmm. and the way you do like complex emitters, you need to know all the other areas of Houdini. So if you don't know Houdini well your pyro is going to suck, even though if you know how to do simulations, mm -hmm. like you, you cannot just do one without the other. Yeah. But I went straight into explosions and I was like, something's missing. I need to learn the whole other part of Houdini. Mm -hmm. And then it, that took like a few years. Yeah. 
And yeah, one, like when you're working in a studio, you kind of have to know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is tough. Can be very difficult. Cause, and Houdini is changing all the time. Yeah. Like they're introducing new tools, new this and that. And then sometimes you're doing magical effects and then you're doing explosions and then you're doing destruction. And it, it can burn you out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, no, I just want to do explosions from now on because I don't I want to like focus on one area and become very good at it, mm-hmm. like specialize in explosions. And then I met Matthew uh, Puchala, who did yeah. like he did his uh, he did Axiom like act. So me and Matthew, we work together now on uh, a company called Theory Accelerated mm-hmm. and the company is making software. And the first software that uh, Matthew developed was Axiom. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen Jordan yeah. using it. It yeah. looks yeah. insane. Like, <laughs> yeah. ga- like game-changing software. It's, like, it's for real. amazing, yeah. For, yeah. for those of you who don't know what Axiom is, it's essentially this, this third-party pyro solver uh, that Matt developed. Yeah. I d- genuinely don't know how oh, he's he did it. He's an absolute genius. Chat GPT-3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day. Dude. But coded this thing that is so fast in solving pyro, and it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, it, I hated pyro, yeah. truly. Like, as someone who's very inexperienced in it, I didn't like it. It took forever. It felt clunky, and I, d- yeah. I wasn't sure how to navigate it. And Axiom just expedited the process. Like, yeah. you iterate through, uh, through like, results so much faster to where it I, i've said it before but it brings the artistry back to mm-hmm. the process where yeah. you're not waiting and watching a loading screen for 10 minutes to see if the button you've changed by one iteration is going to make a huge difference you're watching it happen yeah, yeah. and that's so, crucial like, so crucial in so, production so crucial. Yeah. dude i had like we had i had instances where i had to wait you know three four hours for an explosion yeah and then the deadline is coming up and <laughs> you're like you you do the high res and then it it's not what mm-hmm. you want it to be. Yeah. Like, man. Well, now I have to wait another four hours, but I don't know oh. if, if it's going to be good. Yeah. Just rolling the dice. Rolling oh, the there's dice. nothing more stressful. It's man. not. Yeah. It, so this is where if you if your emitter is very good, yeah, you will shape your the emitter will shape your explosion. When, yeah. when you say emitter, what do you mean? It's like like with real explosions, you have like gas or like uh, gunpowder and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. your emitter. You know, mm-hmm. you you have to you ignite it. Yeah, and that's gonna push everything up Mm -hmm. so in cg you have to do the same thing you have to look at it as if it was a real thing and do your emitter properly like for instance like if you have an explosion like underground like like a dust explosion it would lift up the ground and then the debris and dust would fly up and it would just freaking all the particles that will make the the explosion right yeah you have to simulate that in Houdini first before mm-hmm. you do the sim. Yeah, yeah, right? you're almost thinking. I mean, literally at the end of the day in Houdini, for the most part, you're trying to recreate yeah. real life. Real life. Yeah. yeah. So taking into account genuine sources of explosions exactly. and what they do and how they operate is integral to creating something that's realistic. So that's gonna shape it. So if mm-hmm. you, that's why I said before, you have to know other aspects of Houdini to do good explosions. Mm-hmm. Let's say for me, I use uh, I usually use either flip for my emitters or grains. Mm-hmm. So grains will imitate that ground, like dust and mud mm-hmm. kind of particles. It's, and that will shape your explosion a bit. So with grains, that's done in the vellum system, correct? Yeah. And the way that vellum works is vellum's taking into account the particle relationships. Yeah. So as it explodes, it's like clinging to its neighbors and clumping in certain ways. You can design all of that. But by simulating that first, you have the clumpy soil or whatever it is that's exploding versus what you said flip which would operate more like gasoline or just spray or just particles yeah yeah, that are spray 
yeah. shooting out. And yeah. so, yeah, different approaches to different explosions, different explosions. Yeah. yeah. So you get different results. Yeah. Cause in Hollywood, they usually use the gas mm -hmm. explosion. Mm -hmm. So they, they would launch a lot of fuel up in the air and then they would ignite it. Yeah. So you get, yeah, yeah. the chase. Really yeah. cool. People kind of, I mean, I guess they, they still look cool. Yeah. But because they are, I think they're overusing them a bit. So mm -hmm. everybody knows, ah, that's a fake Hollywood explosion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's still fun. Yeah. yeah it's still, pretty still something blowing up ultimately. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you have a, uh, this is always a hard question, but do you have a favorite like explosion you've done? Like you're, you're like, this is my baby. This mm -hmm. is like, I would show someone first if I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever yeah, done. Yeah. So we did one, I did one. It was for a Rebel Way workshop. Cool. Like it was a big like nuclear explosion. Oh, I love that. You one. know the yes, one. Yes, I know the one. Is that? Know the it's one. like kind of a camera zooming in. Yeah, like, it's yeah. bonkers, dude. That one is incredible. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> so yeah. massive. And I was watching. So, uh, the, the reference was um, the explosion from Star Wars. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, Rogue One. Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Miguel did that explosion. He's like, like he's my hero. Gosh, like he's the best VFX artist ever. Nuts. So that was my reference. But then I, I. I I also always watch anime mm -hmm. for explosions. Anime has the best timing. Yeah, man. So then I com start combining like real explosions plus anime, and you just get the yeah. best thing. Yeah, yeah. You you capture the the sense of energy because it's like, about the energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, we were talking earlier at lunch, yeah. and you were saying that you know a friend of yours who is an animator first and foremost yeah. has some of the best work in Houdini because they yeah. understand. The flow they understand motion yeah and like what is satisfying and that's that's an aspect that i've never taken into account yeah yeah um is how that factors in you know you could do something simply but if it has attractive motion mm -hmm. all of a sudden it elevates yeah. the entire thing so much more yeah. yeah when we were working on a anime rock paper scissors like there's that big finale oh, shot dude. and that was just like we're like okay what makes an anime explosion so good and it's because there's like four frames yeah. before it goes off where you're just like it's just gonna go black Mm -hmm. You're going to see a white outline of people. There's going to be, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, it yeah. it just gives it yeah. that energy. Where you're like, that. Oh, it's like, it's yeah. about, it's the buildup. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so good. So it's like, yeah. it's really cool that you're like taking those concepts of like traditional anime and then applying it to like these amazing photorealistic, like Houdini simulations. Yeah. And it's just, it, I, I saw that simulation yeah. you did, the one Thanks. you say is your favorite. Yeah. Like yeah. Jordan showed to me, I was like, that might be the best Houdini <laughs> simulation I've ever seen. Like it wow. is so cool because yeah, like you know, eventually like a simulation, it just you'll be like that just looks photo real. But yeah. because yours had that yeah, like um influence of the anime like yeah. action style to it, it was yeah. like that just has such a good feel to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where it's That's like a nice pop. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't just have that like you know Hollywood gas explosion. It was like oh, okay, there's something else yeah. there. It's yeah. directed. It's not just like oh, let's blow it up, see what happens. It was exactly. Like, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, man. you need to art direct. You're yeah, right. even if, that's why I love explosions. Like a lot of people are like, oh, they're so boring to do. Like my uh, supervisor back at Access, he was like, why do you love explosions so much? Like nobody wants to, to do them. Mm. I'm like, no, no, no. This is the best. This is all I want to do. Yeah. Right. So I that's when I was like, no, I this is like my my calling mm -hmm. are the explosions. And I would ask him, I can, you know, do even more of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so much faster. I mean, do you yeah. do you still feel the same way about explosions today? Like you, do you still love them the same way you did, yeah, or yeah, are I you itching to do other things? No, no, I love it. I'm just yeah. doing a GDC talk mm. specifically about axiom and explosions. Oh. Nice. And I'll show how to do some of the emitters and talk about the logic behind it, yeah. how to shape explosions. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be it's next week. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. Could, oh, go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say there's like <laughs> there's so much in 
Houdini to do? Because mm. that's the thing is like, I'm curious, because Fenner, you're, you're coming from a traditional pipeline as well, mm -hmm. yeah. where you focused on compositing, yeah. namely, yeah. and you focused on explosions inside of Houdini. The, yeah. the idea of generalism, like as an art form, is that sustainable if you're trying to climb the more traditional pipeline route? I think my opinion on it is specialize in one thing like yeah. my kind of industry path was like cool i'm gonna start as a junior compositor work your way up to like a mid then a senior then a lead then a comp supervisor yeah once you've hit that you've kind of maxed out that yeah and ideally by that point you've been putting in enough work outside of your standard you know working studio environment to bring up all your other skills as well or you're at least you know, in the room enough to be like, okay, I understand what the effects team's doing. I understand what the like animation team's doing. And then you can kind of graduate to that VFX supervisor level where you're mm -hmm. like, yeah, okay, even if I can't directly jump into Houdini, I at least need to be able to talk to my effects lead yeah. and be like, hey, this is what we need. Can you do it in this style? Yeah. Or talk to your animation lead and be like, we need this, 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 and this. So that's where being a generalist, I think, is like, if you do want to be in that traditional pipeline, can be really helpful once you reach that point mm -hmm. um that's served me really well in my career but if i had just started from day one being like i'm gonna be the best at everything you will be the best at nothing yeah and yeah jack of all trades master mm -hmm. of none exactly yeah, yeah. And yeah i remember when i was teaching i had a student that was like um really awesome kid and he was like yeah, I want to I want to specialize in being a generalist. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> specialize in generalism. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, and I eventually I was like, he's like, "Well, I really love simulation stuff." I'm like, "Then specialize in mm -hmm. Houdini." Like, yeah. Just do that. Yeah. And cuz he was like, "I want to do this crazy animation and then this and then and then and then and then." I'm mm -hmm. like, "That's so much time." Yeah. And all of your work will suffer because you're spreading out your time on this like grand scale rather than taking your time and just hyper focusing on something like explosions. Yeah. Like it's it's the Skyrim skill tree. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Skyrim skill tree. And I, what it I is. loved about Skyrim is it that is. you only level up the things you're doing. It's yeah. the same. That's, so, that's how that's how I view life. Yeah. It's like a game and I'm just leveling up mm -hmm. like explosions yeah. 100. Yeah, I want 100 and then but honestly like when I was working at Access Studios, like they even us like the FX artists, we had to do pre-comps. Mm -hmm. So we all needed to learn how to composite. Yeah. And I feel like you cannot be a good uh, like VFX Houdini artist without knowing how to comp because mm. yeah. then how because you don't know what the other guy will need yeah what AOVs yeah. to give them exactly what holdouts, like yeah All the passes exactly. how it's going to look like so we did pre-comps usually like huge comps yeah like they were huge uh, and once you I feel like if you if you first learn how to composite mm -hmm. you're going to have a better time doing if you then want to specialize in Houdini or whatever yeah you're going to have a better time because you're you're going to know the yeah foundation like the fundamental mm -hmm. things yeah the school i taught at like it was very much you could go specialize in kind of any field in vfx but i would always say like to my students i'm like you don't have to become a compositor but just keep attending this class yeah mm -hmm. because you're going to use compositing on every Everything. single piece of your show yeah, yeah. Reel. like yeah. even important. if you're an animation student because i would show a comparison i was like okay here's one reel from an animation student where it's a grayscale rig mm -hmm. and here's another one and this other student had done this amazing beautifully composited shot yep. that had really nice depth of field. It looked so like just filmic and beautiful. And I was like, guess who got hired first? Yeah. Because it just shows you, it's like you have an understanding of yeah, yeah. art direction. And mm -hmm. that's what it is. Like that's it goes what back it is. to as simple as yeah. an explosion. You understand cinema. You understand what looks good. Mm -hmm. You understand when you look at something, even if you don't understand it, you're like, 
I know how to make someone get that feeling of oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, like, but I like it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. we're we're uh, in the in the process of looking for like a new place to live. Me and my fiance right now. Mm -hmm. And as we're looking at these places, like some have decorated the space and some have not. Yeah. And the places that have not naturally, it's harder to envision yeah. what is supposed to be there. And compositing is very similar, where it's like fill in the gaps for the people who can't like imagine it. And your work will stand out so much more yeah. than just like the bare bones, you know, like that grayscale animation, like yeah. set deck. Yeah. Freaking yeah. lay it down and, and fill in the blanks for them. Yeah. And nothing can like save or kill a shot more than compositing because you could get the most incredible like Houdini sim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then a compositor that doesn't know what they're doing could just ruin that. Well, that <laughs> like, that's what was crazy. It's like we know? were looking at the Rogue One explosion. That's, I was just thinking that. Yeah. It's bonkers. It's amazing. I showed you that, right? You showed it to me. I was me. like, dude, look at this. I couldn't believe like you yeah. strip away the compositing and it's still a very sexy sim. Yeah. Oh, it's but it, it looks like it looks like a sim. Yeah. yeah. And then you add the compositing element. You're like, oh, this just wrap the baby up with a bow. And, yeah. Yeah. and I was actually ignorant to the power of compositing until you started working here. And I got to like, see what you were doing. And you got to speak that truth into me because, you know, I felt like my stuff elevated dramatically with like the tips you were giving me. Yeah. 100%. You know, like we did a, we did a Christmas render challenge. Yeah. And I had oh. my little elves pulling Dude, on Santa. So good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Awesome. Uh, elves pulling on Santa. And out of Houdini, it was, it was Bad. cute, no, but like, it was like, it's yeah. pretty blah. Yeah. And then man, when you add that, that, that final glow. layer. It, oh, let, let's be real. You just have to add yeah. glow. Exponential glow, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, some yeah. lens dirt. Uh, lens flare. Rain. Yeah. <laughs> Everything between the event and the camera. Yeah. yeah. You my, know, the sensor. Um, in the curriculum I built out, my second last class was titled Polishing the Turd. Yeah, yeah. No, because that's great. I would yeah. literally give the class, I'm like, here's the worst render you could possibly get mm -hmm. that you might end up getting at a studio. Yeah. You have to make this shot look good. Yeah. That's yeah. your assignment for the week. Yeah. It's like by any means necessary. And it was really cool because some students would go in, they'd be like, I'm just going to rebuild whole portions of the shot and then comp it all together. Wow. Yeah. And then some would just be like, I graded it. And yeah. It's like it just depends. Like, but there's so much you can do to change it and polish it and mm -hmm. throw stuff out of focus and hide it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, real. you would be surprised what you get in like a real production environment. Like yeah. the passes sometimes mm -hmm. are horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then what compositors like do to fix it? Yes. Yeah. You would be. I've um, seen some stuff. Yeah. That and this is would, on like the highest level stuff yeah. too, right? Yeah yeah. 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 High level stuff. And you were, you're like, this is, there's no way this is going to work. And then one week later, a good compositor would take it mm -hmm. and it would be released. Yeah. And you're like, what? This is not how it looked like a yeah. week ago. Like they completely saved the shot. And, uh, yeah. Well, a huge part of it is just time constraints too. It's like mm. where, you know, eventually it's just like, okay if you are waiting four hours for each simulation, it's like, this is it. We, this is done. We, we can't, you know, it's like, we can't run it again. Yeah. I'm getting yeah, yeah, secondhand yeah. anxiety just <laughs> yeah. from hearing that. Yeah. Like just watching the clock tick yeah. is, uh, you know, is the worst. I think it's the worst feeling in yeah. visual yeah. effects. Yeah. When you're, the time is running out and you just have to watch a loading bar yeah. and you're not sure what's on the other side of it. Yeah, it's there's what, nothing that's it's worse. Why man. Usually, compositors end up doing the most overtime because you're the yeah. last step. Where it's, it's like FX <laughs> artist and the compositor. Exactly. Yeah, we yeah. are at the end. Yeah, it's like, just like guys, we got to make it better. And yeah, then it's like ah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so because it was funny when I was at Axis, I I was also doing the layout. Yeah. Because I used to be a cinematographer, and then every now and then I was like critiquing some cameras, and they're like, "Oh, do you want to want to do layout <laughs> as well?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do layout and then effects as well." So I was at the beginning of mm. the project and at the end yeah 
which and, is nice. Yeah, and the beginning was always chill. Oh, yeah, you would talk yeah. with the directors. You would be like, you would work on the storyboards with the editors, yeah. and it would be super chill. And then when you start doing effects and calm, it's mm -hmm. just like go, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> everything goes for for the people out there who don't know like the traditional pipeline or the flow, I guess of of how it handles in post. Like, what what is the typical pass through? For like for a all shot. the stages, yeah, for all the stages of of an effect shot, effect shot, or just like in general, like I'd a, say in general, like, gen a like cinematic a cinematic, or like I guess for cinematics or movies, it's the same pipeline. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Well, you start with the storyboards, and then you put the storyboards in the edit, and then you shuffle them around. Just with the storyboards, you you kind of get a feel of how the scenes are gonna flow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then you do first pass previs, which is just like characters. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And some people work only in previs. That's... Oh, yeah, I did previs and then layout and then polished layout. And then we would go on mocap shoots and then we would do first pass animation. And then you put that in the edit again. And like the edit and layout and animation, like they're always working like side by side. Mm -hmm. And then some stuff gets approved. It gets handed all over to effects. And then the effects would do stuff and then the animation would change and the effects people would freak yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. And then compositing would kind of start happening as soon as possible. Yeah. Calorie. As soon as you get that first effects render. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, you you do, usually the, you would pick a shot. It Like we called it a vertical slice. I'm not mm -hmm. sure what you guys call it at Veta. Yeah. Vertical slice. Yeah, there like you go. Anything like that. Hero shot. Hero shot. You yeah. You get that to a good point. So everybody's like, oh, okay, this is going to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to show it to, your, to the clients or the director. Yeah. yeah. Get their confidence up that, you know, we know what we're doing. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just polish it. And I, we had a situation where the client decided to change the characters. Oh. <laughs> like who's <laughs> going to die at the end? Like we how had late into the... Like two weeks before the deadline. And how long had you been working with the original character? Oh, yeah, like for like three or four months. Oh, no. And then, yeah, Don't they, they switched who's going to die at the end. I was like, no, 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 no way. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. But we need more time. They're like, no, 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 there's no more time because, um, well, they, have, they had a deadline. Yeah. And then I was like, well, it's not happening. And we, well, it happened. We fixed it. But <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> you know, yeah. you can't like stuff like Man. that. Yeah, that's, yeah, why that's people, intense. That's why people burn out. Yeah. A lot of times. And yeah, it's not just there's nothing you can do about it. it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. VFX is uh you know, I've never had a job more where someone says, uh, no, we can't do that, and then it gets done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because it has to. It's right? like the standard language response. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 and that's it's, mm. No. Every comedy ever written where they're like, I'm never going to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hard cut to them doing it. It's <laughs> yeah, just exactly. been in yeah. real life. Jump cut to yeah. 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 Gosh. The problem is we are so passionate. Mm -hmm. We would do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then exactly. everybody works over time. Everybody works over the weekends. Yeah. I get it. But at a, at a certain point, you get a bit tired of that. Mm -hmm. But we still do it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah. 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 Like you said, you need to learn to love the process. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it it's just pain all the time. Yeah. But if you love the process, if you love a bit of that pain, mm-hmm. you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the, I mean, I've said it before, but there never is an end to the journey, right? Like, like in Houdini alone, let alone all the other projects, all the other techniques, all the other filmmaking tricks you can pick up. You're never going to finish. You're always going to be learning. And so yeah. learning to enjoy each you know, speed boost on the time trial, every moment of success, you know, every frustration that you break through, like those are the rewards. And if you can train your brain to appreciate those moments and not pursuing the feeling of finishing a project, oh, we did it. It's done. Like, oh, my my brain is happy. Mm -hmm. If you can instead break it down to even smaller segments and just appreciate all this moment, this one thing, like the flip stuff, we, again, my brain broke today a little bit at the beginning of this, you can kind of tell, but, uh, you know, my brain was breaking doing that stuff. But at the very end of it, I'm going, okay, but there are things that I can pull from this that made today a success. Mm. And that made today really exciting to me. Yeah. (laughs) And it's that it's the, it's the training of just appreciating the journey, but to, on the other side of that, you're right. It can be taken advantage of right by the clients who come in and say, this needs to be done now. This needs to be done here. And you're so passionate about it. And I know we say it a lot on this channel, but obviously a lo- the maybe all, but a vast majority of the bad visual effects that we see are a result of these timeline issues. Probably, mm-hmm. probably most right? of the time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, it's very rarely an artistry issue. It's just all these changes that we don't see and all of it falling on the last leg of this production, mm, yeah. which is the visual effects department. Yeah. You know, like these timelines are insane and the asks are insane and the artists push so hard. And yeah, yeah it's like, I've, I've always regretted not diving into the conventional pipeline because, you know, you guys have worked on such cool stuff. Mm. And I just, I look at myself and I'm like, I would love to say that I worked mm. with Weta or like, you know, worked on, you know, with, yeah. you know, Riot and yeah. all, the, all these cool things you guys have done. But at the same time, I hear these stories and I'm like, okay, maybe I save myself a few years. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? From the, from the well, lack it's of good. stress. Yeah. It's good and it's bad. I yeah. feel like you kind of have to do it. And then you're like, no, no. I feel like what you guys do here at Corridor, that's what I would love to do now. Yeah. After I went through everything with like a traditional pipeline. The gauntlet. Yeah. 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 It's a, it is interesting on that like note too. It's like, I don't know if you watched the Oscars at all, but just the, it is that you know mentality in the film industry where it's like vfx is like the last step where you're just like ah it's okay and like yeah i don't know if you saw like eric is it sand sandon sandine who was on the react show incredible like weta avatar they won the oscar yeah best vfx they With, were the only person that night that got ushered off the stage they got uh, cut off yeah it's like Why? yeah they did yeah. No way. Just the speech was going a little too long. Cut short. And it's like they were the ones that they cut it off. And I'm like, that's like, it just keeps happening. And it's like, it's the one kind of filmmaking aspect that isn't unionized. And it's just all this stuff. And it's it's like so much wrong with it. And people also take it, well, like with, uh, was it um, Top Gun Maverick? Yeah. They were like, oh, it was actually all practical. And then the visual effects people were like, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, what the heck? But we're nominated for best visual effects. Yeah, exactly. One of of my buddies, uh, Christian Peck, he's an incredible artist. And he was nominated for a VES award for Mm. Top Gun. And I was joking with him. I'm like, I thought there weren't any VFX Mm. in that movie. Yeah, Yeah. yes. And like, you know, it's just, it was frustrating. It's like to not be able to talk about your work because of this like VFX being a dirty word in the industry and all like these different directors that are like, yeah, we shot everything practically. Yeah. And like, it's like, man, like, you know, I, I love Christopher Nolan. He's one of my favorite directors, but he's very much one of those people that is like, mm-hmm. we shoot everything practically. And I'm like, do you, 
Interstellar, yeah. bro? Yeah. You, like, yeah. Did you shoot? <laughs> yeah. Did you shoot? That was a real black hole. You went to space. I love people to know that. Yeah. Yeah. You Fun know, fact. Oppenheimer, I'm sure there's going to be some amazing Houdini simulations in that. Well, they are doing something like... They are actually... I want to see how they're going to do the the uh, nuke. Right? I'm curious. Apparently, he's blowing up an actual nuke, but... No. <laughs> no like, way. That's what he's saying. Oh like, that's what's gosh. out there. It's like, no. because of this, like, we're going to blow everything up for real. Probably going to be a big explosion and they're going to put it in slow motion or something. Exactly, yeah. right? It's like you'll shoot it on a phantom camera and be like, look yeah. how big it is. So big. <laughs> well, I wonder, like, there's the idea of the union, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Ayatsi, I think, yeah. is, is, I, and I'm, I'm woefully ignorant to this. I don't know if you guys are, are any more like, I'm, I, I, I'm kind of tracking yeah. things yeah. that are happening, but I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, because I, I remember like starting to look into that before I started working here. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't know why and there may be really valid reasons i'm just not sure why why there isn't a union for visual effects yet because i don't know it feels like we need the protection there's constantly abuses taking place within the industry yeah. and it's like so much talent and so much ability and it just feels like man what is stopping us from banding together and being more of like a cohesive unit here i'm, I'm really not sure i think what it is um is because like there's been you know uh studios that have tried to unionize and like mm -hmm. i think especially around like london and stuff is mm -hmm. has been a huge part of it and the studios just have so much power to be like all right you're all laid off because mm -hmm. no one's unionized so mm -hmm. they can just do that and unfortunately there is such a like it is such a competitive industry that they're just able to replace all those people yeah. and because it's like whatever just throw money at it we can completely flip this team mm -hmm. and that's obviously over 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 simplifying the issue but mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of yeah it's it's basically just a like yeah that's fine try to unionize your uh -huh. like which is awful like um obviously very complex issue but yeah it's like, i know yeah well, i know it is yeah it's it is weird that pretty much every other asset of filmmaking mm -hmm. is unionized like so I just wonder if like maybe being global too has something to do with it where it's like, you know, the teachers union here, it's like, that's in person. Mm -hmm. At least it is again now. Yeah. Uh, but that, that feels easier to control than like artists who are in Canada and Australia and India and New Zealand and yeah. America. And it gets, it, it, it becomes an interesting thing too, because you end up with issues of studios being so global now and people mm -hmm. working remote. Um, like it just becomes very interesting where one studio will be like, well, this country actually has these laws in place. Mm -hmm. So we yeah, have yeah. to abide by those. Or if you're working remote, it's like, okay, which country's laws am I going by mm -hmm. as well? And like, you know, I signed a contract that says this, but technically that's illegal in this country. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really, again, I think that plays into it. And it's like, it needs to be, I mean, it's called, I was about to say, it needs to be a unification. That's what a union is. Yeah. <laughs> like, it yeah. really does need to be globally, every artist at every studio banding yeah. together. Because mm -hmm. as soon as one studio is like, nah, let's not do it, guys. It's like, yeah. you know, I think, I do think it'll happen because I think there has been this like groundswell of like, you know, every time there's someone getting cut off stage at the Oscars, mm -hmm. it's like, Come on, that yeah. like, and you're talking about for for a film that is just visual effects. Yeah, yeah like, they, that's is the that? movie. Yeah, exactly. It's up for best picture. Yeah, like that's the <laughs> yeah. that's all the whole picture is it? Yeah, like oh, best my picture. Gosh. It's all rendered. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's wow. yeah, it's it's crazy, man. There is a yeah, it's like this level of like ah, it's the 
computers still do it. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I think people don't know about about mm -hmm. it enough. Yeah. Have you guys seen the Light and Magic documentary? Yes. yes. It's, so it's incredible. Good. Yeah. You see, they they were kind of celebrating visual effects in those documentaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, you know the Spaz uh, yeah. Williams. Yeah. You know so he cool. he did all the Jurassic Park stuff. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, but he also didn't get mentioned at the Oscars. Have you guys seen the his documentary? Uh, it's the called Jurassic Punk. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't no. seen it. I heard what? It's, I yeah, heard it's dude, good. it's so good. Yeah. yeah. He he was super depressed. Like he kind of pioneered all of those workflows. Oh yeah. And then he didn't get the praise, or even they never mentioned him. Like on the when they won the Oscar. Mm. He was so pissed. Like there's footage of him watching the Oscars and they didn't mention him. And oh. he was like, you know, what the fuck? What is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what is happening? And then he got a bit depressed. And then I guess his attitude attitude and everything. Uh, I think they fired him from ILM. Yeah. Which is why he should have, if there was ever such a thing as tenure in visual effects, <sighs> yeah, I think, he deserves it. I think he's kind of gone a little bit. Oh, uh, is he? Twitter. Is he like oh, conspiracy no. kind of thing lately is he <laughs> like I now it's happening with him yeah i think he's a little bit like conspiracy theorist kind of guy like huh well he was he went to rehab for alcohol Jeez. yeah because so maybe no, it's, but, yeah. but it was that because he like he did so much work and it was funny because they told him not to do it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right they were yeah. they were gonna do it with um stop motion stop motion and mm -hmm. he was like mm, yeah i know a better way and then he kind of went yeah, you know, off yeah. The, rails the story it. is, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, Dennis Muren yeah. wanted to go the stop motion route, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And he was taking the producers of the film Jurassic Park on a tour. Yeah. And they yeah. played it on the screen they, they did, as yeah. the producer walked by, yeah. and she just happened to look over and go, "Uh, what what's that? that? Yeah. yeah. And then Dennis had like, to take that, her over. That yeah, thing? Don't, oh, no. don't look at that. No, no. Don't look at that. And then yeah. once they saw it, and Spielberg saw it, they're like, "We're done with stop motion. We're moving forward." But poor, the poor. What's his name? Phil Tippett. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, poor guy. Because that was his thing. Yeah. It's you yeah. See, like they have, you have to kill something for something else to be born. Exactly. And obviously, we won't go into it because Nico's not here. But that leads into the AI question, right? Yeah. It's like AI. Yeah. It's it's the same. It's the same thing that comes up when these new tools come, and then yeah. there's all the questions about usage and and how it's fair and why it's fair, or if it's fair. And you guys destroyed the whole industry. <sighs> yeah, man. It, it just becomes one of those things again. So it's it's interesting seeing that from far away and then yeah. seeing this new revolution take place. Like uh, chat GPT. Yeah. The newest version just came out. Chat yeah. GPT 4, I think today? Four. No, a few days ago. A few, a few days, days ago? ago? Yeah. yeah. Mm. What's new in that? I, you you were mentioning that you, you're more I, up to date. I I'm, played just a bit because I'm here traveling. I, I had haven't had the time, but... Yeah. Apparently, you can upload pictures, you can upload videos. It's gonna like you can just sketch something, mm -hmm. like you can do a rough layout of a website, upload it, and you just say, "Do this is the rough sketch. Just make it good. Write all the stuff that a website needs." Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah, it's gonna like, do it for you. What I was uh, I was explaining kind of all this AI stuff to a friend of mine that doesn't really know the VFX industry and all that, mm -hmm. and kind of I think the take I've landed on is that people are very afraid that machines are going to take people's jobs. Mm -hmm. But I think the fear should be yeah. the people that are learning to use these machines That's it. are going to be the ones that take That's your it. job. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's like, a tool. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. Again, light and magic goes into it. It's all parallel. When Photoshop and it stuff. It was the same thing. It just happened. The people yeah. that refuse to learn that, you become, unfortunately, your skill set becomes antiquated. Yeah. And it's like, they're, again, it's a very competitive industry. There are going to be yeah. 10 people that are like, hey, I know how to use Photoshop. I could make that map painting in a yeah. day. And yeah. now it's like, 
hey, I know how to use AI. Midjourney. I can yeah. make that map painting in 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. And like, I can do 50, 500 iterations. Yeah, yeah. You can exactly. Pick, just pick one. And in, in Light of Magic, they were saying that they took people from stop motion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And from the from the SFX department, I think, mm -hmm. and yep. they introduced them to visual effects and a lot of them started learning those things and became yeah. the pioneers mm -hmm. of visual effects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like this. This does feel like I know there's nuance to it, obviously, but this does feel like the next wave of that, where yeah. it's again, yeah, it's a tool. How do you use the tool? Yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, as much as like, let's say, um, a tool comes along in AI, and and I'm sure it will, where they can handle the simulation side of things. Well, that's what that's something I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah, I'm very close in this industry to the simulations, and I don't know exactly how they would implement AI for simulations. Mm -hmm. The way I would probably do it is. You would have AI run a thousand, a million iterations, yeah. just doing different simulations. And then it would kind of know mm -hmm. every outcome, mm -hmm. you know, like Dr. Strange. Yeah. Just yeah, going, yeah, yeah. Like I know all the outcomes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could like feed it, one. A, feed it some source footage of the kind of explosion you'd kind, like. Kind of like feed it the footage and you're like, do this. And he's going to know, oh, I know exactly which iterations I, mm -hmm. I need to pick. Yeah. And like if that happens, which is a very real possibility because the people developing yeah. this stuff are geniuses Probably and it's, it's getting just faster and faster. I refuse to be someone who who sits here and goes, I've poured so many years of my life into learning this. You're not allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because it I think in the grand scheme of things, if I take myself out of the equation, who am I to stop the progress of this thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If anything, I'm gonna get on board and say, Hey, I'm really grateful that I have this well of knowledge to what's going on under the hood. Mm -hmm. How can I use that to my advantage while using the new tools available? It yeah. has to be well, that way. And going back to what we were talking about before, the art direction side of it. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. Because that if you just type in prompt a really good explosion. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But if you really, you know, craft that AI generated thing mm -hmm. and then you take it and then you're working with that as an element, mm -hmm. that's when it's going to work. You're mm -hmm. using that as like, maybe it gets to a point where it's giving you like an effects cache. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then it's like, how are you shaping that? How are you doing everything to that to make it work? Yeah. Because I think that's the thing too. It's like the deeper you dive into all this AI and machine learning stuff, you do realize how much of it is just a tool. Yeah. And it's incredible and it is industry changing and people are going to lose their jobs. But all of those people that are potentially going to lose their jobs, uh, it, feel like a villain saying this but there is an onus to just learn the new and up-and-coming things I because guess. new jobs appear yeah when new tech appears yeah and it's not a one-to-one -one maybe but it's yeah it's at the same the same time like sitting there and refusing isn't going to benefit anybody and it's not going to stop anything that's mm -hmm. just the reality of it and I so mean, you you will always have people like let's say traditional painters yeah they, they're gonna just paint mm -hmm. traditionally yeah. and that's fine yeah and they they're gonna be you know the best at doing that uh let's say even stop motion Mm -hmm. You still have stop motion animation. Yeah, won the Oscar this year. Won the yeah. There you go. Yeah. Even though that was gosh, wasn't that good? Oh my yeah. word! Yeah, yeah. I was floored. I watched it two nights ago. Yeah, yeah. And I was floored. Well, the best. and that's like having this barrier to entry lowered by stuff like AI and machine learning. It does almost make the traditional art form more valuable. Yeah, like mm -hmm. I feel like people there, there you appreciated yeah. Pinocchio yeah. more. Yeah, because people are sort of starting to understand. It's like, oh my god, yeah. that is <laughs> yeah. so much work. No, I certainly no. did. Yeah, like. You know, I appreciate that one a lot more than the Tom Hanks Pinocchio because yeah. I'm like, oh, it's just an animated thing. Yeah. Where yeah. this is like handcrafted frame by frame. How mm -hmm. same 
with Dude. traditional painting. Yeah, same thing. I have yeah. so much more respect for a traditional painter now. Yeah, like, I feel like the industry, like what I feel like, everything in life goes into like in a in a yeah. goes up and down. You know, mm -hmm. you have like big waves, and you have like smaller waves, and then a big wave. Yeah, and then things are changing, and you know, nobody wants stop motion for a while, and then stop motion comes back. Yeah, and now people are going to use AI. They're going to make amazing things, and then maybe they're going to go back to oh no, let's do this. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, with our own hands because it's more valuable, or like in the. I don't know. Like things are changing yeah. all the time. Well, I'm, even just, inside of Houdini, like yeah. you know, make it make it a much much smaller thing where it's, hey, I've spent all this time learning the pyro solver. Yeah, and then Axiom comes along. Yeah, and it just expedites everything. So yeah. now this new artist using Axiom is moving way faster than me. Yeah, I'll just I you know I'll I'll keep what I've learned. Mm -hmm. I'll hold on to that, and I could maybe maybe be useful to some degree. You know, but I'll jump onto the new thing. Yeah, and and that's the that is the art of filmmaking that's always what's going to happen through the, your entire career is going to be new stuff that comes up all the time yeah and it's like there is an art to adaptability too mm. that is a a key part of being an artist is the ability to adapt to the environment that's ever changing and you know if you want to be a part of the latest you have to be a part of the latest you know what i mean yeah yeah um or you can you can do your own thing and you can you know like uh, you know handcrafted wooden furniture like well, people would incredibly live. valuable yeah very beautiful very yeah. you know and beautiful niche yeah some people would rather go to ikea and get it for cheaper yeah. faster made like ikeas will exist in every industry yeah exactly oh, you know? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's the ikea it's, vfx the ikea <laughs> vfx dude yeah so i don't know i it's just my my personal opinion on it and yeah, obviously it's a very nuanced thing, but I think the the only real question with AI comes down to, um, uh, you know, utilizing the artist's work. And we've talked about this a bunch, right? We don't yeah. need to go into it again, but yeah. yeah, it's like, how do we give credit where credit's due or build our own completely custom database yeah. that we pull from? Because then it's all good. Yeah. Like that really is the one caveat of using other people's work. Yeah, no, no. ethically questionable at the moment, but as yeah. that stuff sort of becomes regulated and smoothed out and- yeah that will be better because it definitely right now it's like it can feel gross you're like this is someone else's art mm -hmm. like, yeah and so that's Someone's where it's like style. that's the only problem that i have with it yeah. as well yeah. everything mm -hmm. else is great and yeah. it's gonna be you know they're gonna figure it out yeah, yeah. a few lawsuits later yeah. Yeah, gonna get yeah, exactly i i thought it would be really cool i mean i don't i guess i'm talking to the people who develop this stuff if there was any way algorithmically to allocate a percentage readout of what was used oh even if it's like 0.01 percent you know yeah. this artist and yeah. this image and you know six oh, percent compositionally dedicated oh, to like this to credit the original yeah, artist if you could get a credited readout that then you multiply against the earnings of the object oh it has to be yeah. and then it's you just, can distribute yeah you know yeah that would be then all of a sudden it becomes a tool that everybody's into because it becomes you're getting spotify and you get <laughs> 0.01 cents if your image is used a percentage, right? like honestly yeah i mean it's not like that's something where if you started to involve like blockchain and that sort of thing, Dude, that's a good it idea. Could become like financially viable. That's a good people. startup idea. And what you do as the artist, you're like, here, I'm giving you my data set yeah. to yeah. that company, and they're like, sweet. Well, we'll see when it's generated out of Midjourney that it uses one yeah. percent of your thing. You get Dude. two cents. And, and if there's a transparent way, blockchain. Yeah. Then it becomes all of a sudden this industry shaping thing. That's I it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We just, there you go. There you go. That's the solution. First Solve one's it. free, guys. Yeah, <laughs> first one's free. First and last one. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's viable, but anyone out there who wants to, you know, give that a shot, shoot. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, besides that, obviously, I'm I'm out of my depth with with 
all of AI stuff. I'm I'm so happy in Houdini right now mm. and like just toiling away and and trying to get better and better because Houdini like it's not just simulation stuff. They have a whole new KinFX suite mm. of tools for character animation and yeah. rigging and yeah. ragdolling and yeah. partial ragdolling and it like it's such a robust system on every level. You can even do compositing. You can even do compo Yeah, did mm -hmm. you know that? Yeah. You can it's do compositing. Yeah. I don't know if it's any good though. Is it any good? You may as well look use you the tool for the job, baby. Slap comps. <laughs> slap comps. I mean, there's yeah. there's yeah. a reason you have nuke yeah. fusion. Yeah. I, I think they're gonna make it better, but it's not their priority. Yeah. yeah. But it, you, you it's good to comp. have though, you honestly. Like, yeah. yeah, like quick slap comps. You yeah. put a few few passes together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're they're introducing Karma too, obviously, as like a production ready yeah. renderer. Yeah, yeah. Um I've had some success with it so far. Yeah. 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 Do you yeah. do you like it? Uh, there's there's obviously Mantra's the older one for Houdini and yeah, Karma's yeah. the newer one for Houdini. Mantra's the OG. The OG, the slow yeah. G, yeah. I call it. <laughs> but dude, like ILM used it for a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it works. Yeah. And so now there's works. Karma, it, Karma XPU. XPU is which cool. is limited but faster. Well, I saw a glimpse into what's coming. Uh, <gasps> but you can't say, can you? Son of a gun. Son of a gun. <laughs> Tell us when it's over, yeah? When the cameras are off? Uh, yeah, sure. All yeah. right, can't Christian, are the cameras off? <laughs> <laughs> that's entrapment. Um, yeah. Okay, well, uh, that's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I've said this a lot as well, but to anyone who out there who's like intrigued by Houdini but, but intimidated by it, give it a shot. Because again, like I don't have the brain for it. Um, and I fell in love with it. And like, I guess it's my mission now. Like you would nuke, you open nuke up to me and I'm so grateful yeah. for that because mm. that has just improved my artistry a hundred times over. And same with Houdini, like give it a shot, set aside some time and really go for it. Jordan because... just did a click by click as an hour long tutorial on mm. the cordordigital.com website. Yeah, so go there check you go. That out. Yeah, you, you can, can check get that a free out. subscription. And that's that's a really fun little demystifying dive into mm. one of my projects in Houdini that you might find valuable. So, you know, check that out and hopefully you get something from it. But I actually watched it. Oh, you did? I did. How was it? It's pretty good. Hey, all right, we'll take that. I, from an established Houdini artist the thing saying is, pretty I, good, I'm stoked. I don't know anything about KinFX. Mm -hmm. So like you just, by showing the basics. Yeah. And it was fine. It was click by click. Yeah. So I can, I'm like, oh, I can actually use this tutorial yeah. to, to do some yeah. KinFX now. Heck yeah. yeah. You can add that little endorsement to the description. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> Urban Modesco, yeah. yeah. Dude, people like back in the studio, it, if stuff, if they did something that was really good, I said, no, oh, it's fine. Yeah. And that was my highest compliment. Oh, so people, heck yeah. So it's okay. It's the worst or it's fine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so are... I'm at the top of the... Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, I, I would have one last question for you. Uh, you know, Houdini artist for eight years, explosion-centric. Mm. There are so many other tools in Houdini. What else interests you inside of Houdini? Inside of Houdini? Yeah. What else interests you? I love doing magical stuff. Mm -hmm. like just magical effects like particles and because the thing is with particles like magical effects usually again it, go, it comes back to compositing mm -hmm. usually they look very bad mm -hmm. when you're rendering just particles and then you go into compositing you add some motion blur some night, nice glows mm -hmm. you had motion blur to particles yeah after render a, a lot of times yeah. yeah yeah you can do it you can do it in really yeah 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 why well sometimes it's just faster yeah. But I mean, if you're talking particles, we're talking swirly magic, right? Yeah. We're talking substep curls. I mean, you, it depends on the deadline. 
Yeah. Uh, Sometimes yeah, it's yeah. just faster to do it in COM. Yeah, you can do like vector blurs, vector yeah. passes, just vector a passes. good old yeah. motion blur node. Yeah. <laughs> I have never had success with a vector Sometimes pass. it's even better. It makes it more magical because it yeah. kind of blends it's stuff. It's like streaky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives it that magical feel. Because, yeah, I mean, the, the thing with that would be like come render time in Houdini, it would know what particles what. The IDs yeah. remain consistent. Mm -hmm. So it could follow the particles. But yeah, once you render it, that's baked, that's lost. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised that works. Oh, yeah. I would think that it would and, lose and track of... Everything works. Throw it out of focus, glow it. Yeah, down. yeah, that's it. Calm <laughs> yeah. magic, baby. Yeah. Oh, man. Saving yeah. deadlines. Magic's the that's best. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Because also with magic, you can go back to anime. Like anime, yes. they, they do magic or anything. Anime's the best. Like I always reference anime yeah. for everything. Who did the v VFX for rock, paper, scissors? Me, Jalen, Matt... Nico, Sam, and but Dean. Like, because they're 2D elements. Yeah. A lot of those are just from uh, production crate, footage crate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, 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 and yeah. then just a combination of different things. Like, uh, some of them we took actual, like, 2D elements and then ran that through Stable Diffusion. Mm -hmm. So it's generating, like, an wow. image sequence yeah, yeah, that yeah. looks animated. Wow. Which yeah. is really cool. So cool. So. The timing was perfect. Oh, dude, there was... That was the thing, like from day one, Nico was very much like, we have to nail the timing of yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what gives it the feel because I don't know, we've been going back and forth talking because we're making a second one. Mm. And it's like, okay, how do we, you know, further make this feel anime? And so mm -hmm. doing need stuff an explosion? Like, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Dude, well, wasn't Nico talking about trying that, like getting an explosion and then throwing it through stable? Yeah. That would be a really cool that test. That would be a good test. That'd be Ooh, very Oh, that's cool. fun. That would be a good test. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but even like like Sam's comps for that yeah. are arguably the best shots in the whole thing. Like his Dude. his understanding of motion, he actually put anime on his secondary monitor yeah. as yeah. he was working. Oh, just yeah. as oh, live you, you reference. And mm -hmm. yeah. that's something I always forget to do is use reference. Like obviously use reference. Yeah, always. Yeah. But the fact that he's just playing shows, I started doing that too while I was working and trying to inspire the Sam in me, you know? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, reference. I'm, I'm glad you liked it, man. Like, mm. yeah, I, I can't stress enough how much artistry is in it. You know, it's it's not just a one button click. No, it's great. You know, I loved it. Yeah. I laughed a lot. Yeah, like, it, it's so <laughs> yeah. over the top. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It really is. Like with all the explosions and the anime, like it feels <laughs> it feels legit. Yeah, well, thank you. Man. I love it that you guys got a lot of praise for it as well. Like mm. from like traditional animators. And, yeah, like, that 2D. was cool. Yeah, yeah. Do, doing the doing the React episode after, yeah, and getting getting Check that kind of love. There's the first draft of the script. Anime. Rock oh shit! Sure. You can't show that. That's NDA. Spoiler alert. Oh, Christian's gonna have to edit <laughs> wait, that. Wait, wait, is that for the second one? Oh yeah. shoot! Wow, <laughs> dang. Just the first half. Hold on, yeah. but if I give you this, then you got to give me that info. Can I see about that? what's coming? Oh yeah, after 100%. Karma. Here, here. Okay. <laughs> That's what we call. I'll try, I'll try that. <laughs> an under the table deal, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Uh, well, yeah. With that, thank you for watching. Uh, this is a. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, Urban, what, what are your socials? Where can uh, we find you? Do you have a website? Dude, I think if you type Urban Explosions Guy, you're going to find my LinkedIn, <laughs> my Twitter. Will. Yeah, because that's like, I'm branding it like that. Yeah. Also, by the way, I, I'm doing, I'm going to do a YouTube channel. Nice. Oh, it's going to be called Urban Explosions Guy. I love it, <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So okay. what I'll do is I'll just go uh, and just compile the best reference pack of explosions like from movies live action whatever and i'll kind of react to them like yeah. what you guys did like Heck it's a yeah. super original idea <laughs> <laughs> and and i'll then try to recreate them like using crudini like Dude. some of them not all that's of them. actually really even awesome anime i'll go through anime explosions and i'll be like this is how you do an anime explosion mm. you know 
and then I'll try to teach people how to do it using Axiom and uh, yeah. Doing, yeah, education plus reacting to explosions. I really want to own, like I'm planting my flag here. Ex ex explosions, explosions guy. guy. <laughs> Nobody can touch that. That's me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, you have to make it before this releases or else that's going to get taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll do awesome, a YouTube man. channel, so. Yeah. Awesome, uh, dude, I've been pitching this. I don't, I think I talked to Christian about it. We need to do an episode where we do what you got. So Nico would do a live action explosion. Mm -hmm. And then the two of us, or all three of us, we would do a, a CG explosion. That'd be awesome. And it, we would compete. Oh, right? I we freaking should do love it. that. We should do it. The thing is, I want to see that as an audience member. Yeah. But I would love to do the explosion. Oh, as well. that'd be so fun, man. And, you know, and then the audience would decide which one is better. Because I feel, I feel like if we would, you know, take the anime mm -hmm. reference for an explosion, we would definitely win. Oh, shoot. Shots fired, dude. Yeah. Nico might have to uh, team up with Adam Savage on that. <laughs> Whoa, for another, that would be so uh, fun. VFX or like versus the, Practical would be pretty sweet. Like the VFX, uh, action VFX guys. Like they do real explosions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're awesome. Yeah, too. they could do a few explosions. We could do like a good a good explosion. Okay, that sounds really fun. Yeah, let's uh, do it. We'll talk to Nico about sweet. that one. Yeah. Let us know in the comments if you want to see that. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. And also, yeah, check out Urban online, Urban Burdesco. He's a fantastic educator. And obviously very talented artist himself. So he's got a lot of cool resource online for you to take a look at. Yeah. Uh, oh, we also have like Theory Accelerated uh, on YouTube. It's just at Theory Accelerated. Uh, I just released like a full free workshop for oh. uh, Axiom. Oh, dude. And I go and through like Axiom, how to yeah. do like basic explosions, how to do like some photo real fire and stuff like that. So amazing. That's check awesome. Out. Amazing. Well, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. It's super fun. Super that was fun. Very fun. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Blessings. Ciao. <laughs>